This week on the podcast, we're talking about numbers. Carl. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the podcast. The Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. A podcast about video games and about Nicholas Cartier's opinion about some of those video games. My name is Dan Allen. I'm your moderator today. I'm joined by Nicholas Cartier. Numbers. Numbers and letters all day today. Uh, Cartier, welcome back to the podcast you're at every week. Uh, (laughs) You know... When we're talking about numbers, I gotta preface it with this. Uh, first off, welcome everybody. What is it, Sunday? April? Numbers. May 5th. It's 5-5 five, five Cinco. Yeah. May, may the 5th be with you, baby. Oh, it's Cinco de Mayo today? De Mayo, yes. yes. Fucking Christ. Ooh, happy Cinco de Mayo. It was a nice day outside at least. On this hot summer night. I know it's like spring. Nights. We don't get really spring these days. It's summer. We'll get like a week of it. Till winter. Dude, I wish that if, if summer was this every day for like the rest of the summer, that'd be great. Yeah, what do you think it was, like, 80 today? Uh, I checked the temperature when I was outside. I was like, well, it was, like, 73, 74. Yeah. It was, like, sunny. Perfect. Not, not windy. A California winter, I like to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's only downhill from here. <laughs> it's only... It's terrible. Uh, the juiciest corrections, maybe in the history... Maybe in 82 episodes, Cartier. The juiciest corrections this week. Are you ready? Is it rough sailing? It's not going to be rough sailing because we will indeed smoothly and soundly sail through corrections. I listened last week to corrections, and when I turned down the music, I'm like, Dan, you didn't have to do that. It was fine. It was perfect level before you thought it was too loud. Last week on the podcast, clarifications and updates. <laughs> last week on the podcast, um,. I went to the notepad to pull it up. Uh, There's a series of things we got maybe a little incorrect. Um, I figure now is the time, obviously, each week to set things straight. IGN gave Days Gone a 6.5. Actually, not a 6. Let's give it a little more credit than that. Uh, We got some complaints about... Last week's This Week in Gaming, starting out with people not talking about video games, talking about spiced ham and stuff like that. Um, But, for the record, Kyle doesn't play games, and I said that at the beginning of the podcast. So, when you have to start with Kyle, like what... I would call that a clarification. Yeah, what do you want from me? Watched a guy use the red key to to open the car trunk in Hello Neighbor, and uh, I'm convinced that the PS4 version is just buggy. And he did nothing I didn't do. Or maybe I just botched it. Only indie game I've talked about in the This Week in Gaming segment where I wasn't like, you should buy this. I thought about that this week. All the indie games I'm always like, oh, maybe buy it for $15. No. Can't in whole, like, with my heart, upsell Hello Neighbor. Brought to you by Gearbox. Borderlands 3 coming soon. Uh, nobody was actually wearing anything with cuffs last week. Uh, but in the discussion about cuffs we had, we did overlook pants, pants cuffs, the cuffs that is fair. on the legs of pants. I know, we didn't even like think about it. We were like, has to have a button. No. <laughs> Quite frankly, no, Cartier. Uh, Jamaican's currency is indeed called the Jamaican dollar. Also, if you've never had a Jamaican patty, because uh, we got a lot of comments on that, obviously. Look into that. Loop that correction music, we got a little bit more. Try the Jamaican patty. Uh, True correction, D'Angelo Martin is not down, and I quote, for any video game with zombies. Uh, I was told this. He says, State of Decay is the worst mobile game he's never played. Obviously, State of Decay, not a mobile game. Just a really cheap shot. Also, but he does, in my defense, he does also love, of the things I listed last week, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare. You like Skyrim? I guess those aren't. I guess drows aren't zombies. But he, but he does. The other day I said some casually about Skyrim. I forgot. I was like, oh, I think he's played it in the last nine months. Again, Bob Evans 
I could not find a single person that sells biscuits and gravy in a can with the biscuits already made. But Bob Evans sells a biscuit filled with sausage gravy. Huh. Like a goddamn Hot Pocket biscuit cartier. I told you we were going to learn things this Did week. Did you get it? No. Will I... Am I intrigued? Yes. Hot Pocket biscuit with gravy in it? I almost asked for Olivia's opinion. We don't got time. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, many short sleeve shirts have cuffs. A button is not required for it to be a cuff. If I get to show you this, Cartier, think about every dress shirt. Look at this picture. Those are cuffs. So it's just technically. like the fold over with a hem? Because it's because it's sewn, we forget it's like a cuff. So this is a cuff. Yeah. Huh. Right. We don't know shit about fabric. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. This week at Joanne's. And corrections. Picture of a nice man wearing a shirt. It's okay, Kyle's not here because uh, the first picture I brought up of a man wearing a dress shirt looked like Jeff Wilcox. I thought we'd get sidetracked about how it looked like Jeff Wilcox. I didn't want to just say a man's first and last name without people knowing it on the podcast, be confused. Also, it's not nice to Jeff Wilcox to just, you know, say his whole name. It's like, put it out there, you know. Yeah. Jeff Wilcox. Th- th- things we shouldn't say are Jeff Wilcox. Yeah. I mean, just above all else. On like a list. I'm on a list of things, Jeff Wilcox drinks. I don't know about a number five. You know, just like <laughs> how many out of just a, just just under Mike Brewer. How many out of eleven though? Out of eleven, I'd give it a solid. Uh, I give it a solid seven seven point eight. Too much water, Jeff Wilcox. Not as good as what I gave MK11. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it's almost time for the longest-running episodic segment in Great Lakes Gaming history. Great Lakes Gaming history, known as This Week in Gaming, the Twig. But before we shake the tree and grab that twig, it's time for a new segment because I like to surprise Cartier. We just bullshitted for like an hour before this podcast. I didn't tell him this. I like to surprise Cartier with segments that he is um, the star of. So, because I always think you're ready for things like this, it's time for a segment called "What's Happening in Pokemon Go, Professor." <laughs> I not only would like maybe a general update of how things are going um, it's not because we talked about it earlier I just I heard some rumblings about potentially legendaries in a non-event way being released on maybe separate continents so my question is what is happening in Pokemon Go Professor C well I guess um I guess what I'll say first of all is DJ DJ roll that roll that this week in Pokemon Go music music. Hello everybody, my name is Nicholas Cartier and I am the resident Pokemon professor of Litmit Media and Great Lakes Gaming. This week in what is new in Pokemon mm. is brought to you by Pokemon Go and Niantic. And they're not really your friends at Niantic. I know your friend, your best friends at Niantic. We didn't kill a single so child. So pretty much, what's going on <laughs> is they have uh, they have the Lake Spirits from Sinnoh showing up in raids. Mesprit is that one of them? Yeah, there's Mesprit, there's Uxi or Uxi or however you want to pronounce it. It's U X I E, and then there's Azelf, and pretty much they're um they're region exclusive mythical Pokemon that you can find in raids if what I'm saying is correct mm. is correct okay I was like oh okay yeah raids it's either raids or I don't know you might be able I think I heard you could find them in wild but I think it might be like a raid thing I heard they were near the water but I know a lot of stuff's like that I heard I heard that they might be in the park like in parks or whatever but mm. I don't know there's, is there water in parks? Is there a lake in the park? I saw a magic carp outside of a mobile the other day, so who knows? <laughs> but did you uh, catch one of these boys? For I have. I have not even. I haven't even seen one yet. Oh, okay. I haven't even seen it. DJ, roll loop, loop that shit. Loop that shit. Yes, sir. I haven't seen one yet. No, I have not seen one yet. Um, bitter. Not too bitter. There was a <laughs> event going on for uh, Melton. Where yes. they were bringing it back, where you get the legend—not uh, not legendary, but the mythical Pokemon Melton—through the black boxes, and you had an increased chance of getting a shiny one. 
Oh, I got a shiny one. Whoa, one. Hey, just one. No, just one. Just I know. It um, I think it ends tomorrow, or no, it ends today on May fifth. You still cracking to this moment, melting loot boxes? I didn't. Uh, yeah, every now and then. That's okay. pretty much what I've been using my Pokemon Go or Pokemon Let's Go for, is okay. just to get those boxes and transfer Pokemon over. But other than that, what else is going on? I know um. They haven't said anything about the next community day, and I also know that I think um the Pokemon Go anniversary is coming up soon, so I think they're having is it that in one year, that two, uh, three years. This is gonna be the third wow. year of it. But I think they're having it in um, Dortmund or Dorm. I think it's Dortmund, Germany, is where they're having it this year. Interesting. Or Pokemon Go Fest. So I'm pretty sure that's coming up. Hype. Pretty that's hype. The, that's the real hype. Yeah. This has been. <laughs> oh, it has not been yet. Oh, so, okay. also in the. Oh, it has been. All right. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Do you have any salty ads to the end of uh, this week in what's happening in Pokemon Go, Professor? Um. Cause I have one salty follow-up. You have a salty follow-up? Yeah. Do I need music for it? No. No, I don't have any salty anything. I Tom. Think... I, Tom. Does he have? A legend. I don't want to bring them up, but does Tom have a legendary already? Uh, what, the new ones? Yeah. I don't think any of us have gotten one yet. Okay. But no, Steve, Stevie's the one that's, like, really good at Pokemon Go for some reason. He just, like, gets them, you know? He's like, oh, I got, like, 12 Mewtwo's. I'm like... Get fucked. Ain't nobody Stevie. better than Stevie. <laughs> I don't know. This one day, one day we'll have it on the podcast. We'll talk about Pokemon Go. This weekend, Steven. This weekend, Steven's. Popular new segment. I like the new segment. Yeah, it's what's good. Nice music cue. Uh, <laughs> so, time for the longest-running episodic segment in Great Lakes Gaming history this week in gaming, where we go around the table, talk to everyone about what they played casually this week in gaming per tradition. We start with the currently absent, under the weather, not even sitting at this table, Kyle Melville. So I must ask. Kyle, what'd you play this week in gaming? Hello, Kyle Millville. Yeah, oh, welcome to the podcast, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, you play anything? Um, House Building Simulator 2008. Kyle, before this podcast, I said one rule. One rule, and it's please don't make up fake simulator names with hilarious years at the end. Moving on. Nicholas Cartier. Uh... I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm sorry you drove out here for that. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, Kyle. Will you lock that behind him? Uh, Nicholas Cartier. <laughs> what did you play this week in gaming? Uh, this week in gaming, I played more Apex because I enjoy playing. I actually streamed Apex for a while <gasps> for, like, one game. or Not one game, but, like, for, like, a session. You let people see the majesty. The... The majesty of the lob of the grenades. I don't know. I don't think anybody tuned in, so whatever. But they'll catch it on that replay. I think at one point, I like. I think it was like for a second, I was like two people, and I was like, "Huh? Would you look at? Yeah, I was like, huh? And then they looked at it, and then they left. But you're playing. You see it go from one to two. You're like, keep it steady, Cartier. Don't let them see you sweat. Right. Don't see the fear in my eyes. Just don't say anything. Don't say anything about uh, wanting spaghetti. Don't say. You guys get spaghetti. Oh fuck! <laughs> but how'd, no. it go? how'd it go? You played for like a hour or so on the. Line. Uh, it was. I think it was like. It probably wasn't more than like two hours, but. No, nah, you got it was it decent. Got it in. Yeah. Other than that, I've been playing. I'd say more Pokemon Go than usual, but that's just because like the weather's been like nice. Yeah. And like me and Stevie have been going out on breaks and stuff to go play. Um. Nice Pokemon. Nice. How long, first off, how long in whatever job you're working? How long a break you get at a time? Uh, forty five, forty five minutes. You can get you can get it in. Yeah, we get a fifteen minute break early in the day, and then we get a forty five minute break for like lunch. Is the closest gym within one hundred footsteps to you? No, from outside the door. Oh, it's far. It's not like a even an adventurous walk. Um, no, it's you got to go in a car to do a gym, but our work does have a Pokestop there, so there's that. You're but it's just it. like. Yeah. How long are you waiting these days from your, from spinning it once to spinning it again? I think it's like it's cool five down. minutes of the cooldown. Nice. Sounds like, was that what it always was? Maybe not. 
This week in who knows? This week in span it. Um, other than that, what else have I played? I haven't played it yet, but I was looking at what games are coming out for PlayStation this um this month. A lot of people are upset. I'm weirdly hyped like you, Cartier. Yeah, like I think what is it? It's on what remains of Edith Finch is highly acclaimed by most people who played yeah, it I like, and Kyle. I like looked it up. I looked it up to see what it was, but I didn't like look up any gameplay or whatever because, yeah. like, from what I read on it, they're like, "Yeah, go into it blind and you'll have a good time." I've almost bought it. Olivia can vouch for this. Of all, when I buy things, it's more than one. I'm always like, like with sales, I'm like, "Ah, he is a bitch." Like, almost bought it probably six separate times. It's probably still in my wish list, or it's guaranteed yeah. in my wish list on the actual site right now. Yeah, well, yeah, I can get it. This is a, one of the first months I'm, like, down for both games. It's been a while. What's the other game again? It's the first... This is why people are angry, because Edith Finch was on sale last month, maybe from 20 to $10. And this other thing is currently, I think, viable for, like, $4, because it's older. And there's a sequel. But Overcooked. I'm going to play Overcooked. I'm like, is the first one couch co-op? It is. Let's make meals. I'm buying Overcooked. <laughs> or I'm getting it for free, apparently. It's like fourteen dollar value on your ten dollar PlayStation Plus. People aren't that excited. <laughs> yeah, but I think um, I'm at least gonna download it because like I've been downloading the games that I do want to play. So I think yeah. I downloaded like Steep. I downloaded Hitman. Oh, the Hitman one. Yeah, the Hitman one with like all the DLCs and shit. I don't know if you fucked with it yet, but the one thing that threw me for a loop about Hitman one was I also downloaded it, but you have to download each chapter. Yeah, no, I have all the chapters downloaded. I didn't know that until I went to do the second one. I'm like, oh man. But you can if you notice that, like a normal human would. You can just then. Well, because I clicked download and it just like did it all. Like, there's just like a bunch of them. But yeah, but I haven't played any of those yet. But I think that might be a game that I stream because it doesn't seem like it's a long game. Uh, you talking about Eve Finch? Yeah, Eve Finch. It and it's seem... old enough that it's like there's no shame in like yeah doing plus, that whole indie game. Yeah. Plus, it'll, um. When it come when it comes out for free, it'll be relevant enough for people to be like, "Haha, clicks." But, yeah, yay. <laughs> I think but, it's not to, not to cut you off. I think it's the opinion of the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast at this point that the return of Hitman and Hitman Two are gems by mm-hmm. our standards. Yeah, well, that's why I downloaded it because like gems. I didn't download um. What was the last one? It was like Conan or whatever. I didn't Conan's download huge, that. Too. I didn't download the fucking race car one. Yeah, I forget what was with Conan. It probably was there. I didn't download... Oh, it was, um... Fuck, what was it? It was some weird-looking game. I, I didn't download shooter. Not Roblox, or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't got that one. Not either. Dragon Quest Builders. Yeah, yeah. Not Minecraft. Whatever it was. Portals. Oh, uh, yes. Or, yeah, no, I think it's might literally be called, like, Portals. So I yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh, Not Roblox is a good, yeah. accurate description. But, no, I feel that. It's just like, I don't know, there's some of those games that, like, I'm like, oh, I'll play that. Like, Steve, I, uh, (laughs) I want to, I want to undownload Steve just because it's like, I went to go play Steve and I was like, create a Ubisoft account and that's as far as I got with Steve. Every time, they don't realize how much a deal breaker it is. Mm -hmm. Like, I immediately was just like, well, this is going off the home screen. Like, the, my only complaint with those Hitmans is that it's like... To progress and unlock the new beginnings, you have to be online, which isn't a big deal. I get it for, like, most people, but, like, occasionally when you're in the cave and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, no. Hitman, this is so unnecessary. Yeah. Like, for something like Hitman. Uh, honestly, for something, like, steep. The fact that the offline mode, you can't accomplish the quests that don't need to be online and, like, the mountain stories. Yeah. Which are the best part of steep to me, when the mountain's, like, talking to you and it sends you on, like, a special, like, run. Mm-hmm. Good. Steep, yes... Wasn't that colorful? I really liked it. Very white. <laughs> so, Dan, what did you play? Oh, wait, no, I did play one more thing. Fuck that. Let's go. I, uh, so, yesterday, me and Adrian played a little uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Ooh, on the Switch? No, on her Xbox One. Oh, how was it? It was pretty fun. I liked that. I played the Collector because you said you were playing them, so I wanted to check them out. I was he's, watching... got, he's got those arms with like, the backpack and oh, shit. Oh, it's so... I'm, I'm loving it. I got to... I was watching a little like, competitive MK11, mm-hmm. I was telling you. It's, yeah. It's cool to see people use him competitively, but not a lot of people do, because what I learned from those New Yorkers talking about their inside fighting game shit <laughs> was that, uh, like, there was a guy there who used to main Collector, like, in the beta he mained him, and then the joke being everyone in New York got it early, like, when it broke street date, was playing it. The day one patch nerfed Collector. 
didn't know this. I think he's like still mid tier, still good, but like yeah. uh, slower and less safe than like a lot of like the Luke Kangs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but but who that's like bullshit competitive shit. I can say from casually doing it, it tells you how many you've played most. I've played the most of Collector still at this point. Mm-hmm. Thanks for reminding me. I played a lot of MK. I was even talking about Mortal Kombat. Today. <laughs> Nice, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, no, it was pretty fun. Um, yeah. I'm still not going to buy it, but yeah. I, we, we played like maybe like two different matches. I played one with the Collector, and then I played one with um, Noob Cybot, because yeah. I like Noob. I wanted to get you and Kyle together just so, because I figured like like the interest in playing locally is like, it's there. Like, we'll probably play a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Couch Co-op's fire. Uh, like, it's fun. And it's like with the, with the three of us, it'd be fun. But yeah. really, I wanted to get the three of us together and just like take turns, uh... And just, like, run through the story. Because I think the story is, like, a good difficulty for learning. Mm-hmm. And also, it's just, like, that's really the meat. It's interesting to see the weird-ass story that's around this time. It's yeah. not that long. Like, we, we would get through most of it. Right. In a smaller session. But, yeah. Oh, it's... I, uh... The more I'm removed from that story, the more I'm, like... I remember sitting here and be like, it's cheesy, but so lovable. I have such a weird love for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, it's all old... Old you and young you talking. Good times. Yeah. But uh, That's what did you this week? What did you play this week? Maybe? Played a little bit of the Mortal Kombat 11s. Uh, <laughs> not too much of it. Enough to just the collector update. I'll give you is I saw I fucked around with towers more than I had. They also gave us the five hundred thousand gift. So I did some stuff in the crypt. Very fun. I really wish the crypt was a side game, like that wasn't. Currency loot, like loot box based. It just is fun, man. It's just like such a good walking third person through. This is why I love Armageddon's um, story mode because you're like fighting weird minions and it's a weird kind of overhead camera, but it's like more like third person adventure game than anything else except for maybe like this crypt, which has been great. Fucked with that, but really I did a classic tower just because I read the, finally read the text next to it. It's like unlocked character ending, so I'm like. Oh, cool. So, obviously, I gotta see the collector's character ending. And, um, the end of all those towers are fighting Kronika. So, even though I haven't doubled back to beat her in the main storyline, officially in, uh, the classic tower. <laughs> we only had to defeat her once. So it makes me wonder if that's how it is in storyline, too. Because I didn't win one round against her at the end of that game. Yeah. I never, as, um, the character you end it with. Uh, <laughs> so... Spoilers for the collector's ending, which isn't that big a deal, maybe, are coming in three, two, one. So the endings are clearly, like, less than a minute long, but just interesting to see. It's like, this is what would have happened if this person defeated Kronika at the end of it. Yeah. And f- for collector, he, like, becomes Khan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, the Naknada. I also found out who his people were via his speech at the end of the ending. He's like, the Naknaden people built... This, uh, what is it, gladiatorial stadium? Is that what it's called? Stadiums? What is the gladiator place called? Arena, right. Coliseum. Coliseum, thank you, sir. Nicholas Cartier, everyone. Uh, built this Coliseum. He's like, so it is mine to take. And he's like, and it shows him in, like, the Shao Kahn's, like, throne room with all the gold. Just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, still image. It's like, it's like every piece of gold I, I took weren't for my brothers and sisters, though. It's like, they are for me. The one who, blah, 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 blah. And then, the, my favorite part, how it ends, especially after he talks to, I said this last week, when he talks to Katana, she's like, you were never in the tournament? It's like, there's no profit in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, well, but once he's con, <laughs> but once he's got all the gold, all the things he'd want to normally be collecting, because, you know, he's from, like, Squalor. Like, he worked his way up from just being, like, a shady collector. Yeah. Uh, He's like, he's like, now uh, I own, uh, was it Outworld or Outrealm, whatever. He's like, and next is Earthrealm and Chaos Realm and this and this. And he's like, and I will do all of that via Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I'm like, it's cool that not only is Collector's ending that he becomes Khan, and he's like all dressed in gold, sitting on a gold throne in the middle of the arena, like you see Kotal Khan in this game, and I've seen Shao Kahn before, especially in this, you know, the reboot with the actual Coliseum shit. Yeah. Uh, but that 
having collected everything of value, it's now just like about collecting power of the realms. So now there is profit in Mortal Kombat because I want to take over Earthrealm and everything. So good. What a good... Uh, I would love for like... Guess what? Swerve Collector is the main villain of the next one. Yeah, what if that's like the can ending? <laughs> to me it is. <laughs> uh, the con stuff is so heavy, it definitely is an alternate ending, I gotta I gotta say. <laughs> I wish that's a can To me it definitely is, I agree. Uh, that's pretty much what I did in Mortal Kombat. Dreams was interesting this week. Um, I actually did like fuck around with creating in Dreams. Um, I tried to... Using the components, make this happen myself, and I did in like a less clean way. But then I found, and I'm gonna explain what I'm talking about. And I found something called an interaction chip, which you literally put inside the microchip that controls how characters in your scene work. If you're following me on this, yeah. and one of the things it is, it's like pretty much a template someone made, and it's like one of the reasons we're in early access. So it's kind of like media molecule is like. Here is all the letters of the alphabet. And then people are like, nice. Chrysanthemum. If anyone wants to not line up Chrysanthemum and just take the word Chrysanthemum, here you are. That's like where we are. Like this person, I wish Media Molecule had something like this, but they didn't, and I was blessed to have found this. I didn't know people could upload the chips, like the microchips, but the interaction chip is, I put this inside this person, and when you walk up to them, it's like, now it's like, you can put something in this bubble I've set here for you where it's like, as soon as they're at a certain distance to them, and this all seems real simple, but you have to do all this by hand with other components. It's like I walk up to them, and once I get a certain distance from them, it's like press triangle to talk, and then when you press triangle to talk, that press triangle to talk disappears, which is what I was having a hard time in. At that point, I got to the point where everything was working, but it's like when I start the dialogue box, it's still like press X to talk. And I didn't have the shortcut to actually make the X. I'm like, how are people doing the triangle? It's like HTML shit. It's like... Emoji shit, even. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, no, this interaction ship is sick. So it's like, for a game which I'm working on, which is, like, very dialogue-based, I want to make it weird, puzzly dialogue shit going down, um, where maybe, in theory, the first person you talk to is Sonic. We'll see if that fucking thing is still up by the time I finish this. It might have to change to someone else. Uh, hot cocoa and shit. But no, it's cool. Found that interaction chip after I'd spent a long time trying to figure it out and really simplified things to the point where I'm like, I really like where I'm leaving this because when I come back into it, I'm like, all I have to do is slightly refresh on how the dialogue tree options work, which I now like know how to get to and set up and like loop around and make things end a certain way, uh, and just come in and write some dialogue for at least like the first guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It feels good. It feels good. Like little progress. Cartier, I liken it kind of to. I know you were, like, you have in the past, and I'm sure you still do, you have, like, comic books or, like, things like that you're working on where it's, like, you get, like, that page in and you get, that like, that little bit of accomplishment. Like, even though you didn't, like, even, like, a good panel you spent a long time on, like, you're as much more, like, than mine. Mine's, like, trying to figure out, like, a robot in my head, but, like, the art will come eventually, I assume, <laughs> but yeah. weird sense of accomplishment by getting little bits done. It's nice. That's, like... I said that last week, and when I listen back to the podcast, I'm like, I definitely agree with me saying I'm in no rush to create. I'm glad everyone else is, because it's cool to see people's progress, but I don't even kind of want to put my idea out there and then be like, come back for the update. Like, I think I'm just going to, like, it'll be maybe not 100% finished when I put it up, but the whole idea will be there. Yeah. Uh, and it's fun working on it slowly. Doing this this last time, because Dreams is a lot sometimes, it's hard Sometimes and it's could be can be overwhelming even doing all those damn tutorials. But yeah, I it like I had more confidence in me finding that chip and being able to figure out how to utilize it and a bunch of stuff. Shout out to God Neon the Coder because I found his YouTube channel too. He's got like two thousand subscribers. He's not super huge, but Neon the Coder is who made that chip in Dreams. It's also his YouTube channel. Um, so that's interesting. Shout out to that guy for making that chip because when you type in interaction chip. One thing comes up. I wasn't pointing at anything. Oh, okay. I thought you pointed at the smooth sound. No. I was just like, me on the coder? Me on the coder. Thanks, bud. And then the last thing I will say is I rented from the library. <laughs> Took Hello Neighbor back. I think I'm going to have a weird thing each week, except for I'm keeping this one for two weeks. 
because uh, it is great. I'm gonna, every few weeks, I'm going to have a weird library poll for you. Otherwise, I'll just be talking about Mortal Kombat and Dreams all. From the library. From the library. Uh, Monster Hunter World. Been playing with the, the Insect Glaive. I think I just got to the second area, past Ancient Forest. Now I'm in... Last night, things clicked the most I had. This is definitely a game that's like deserves your patience, and I necessarily wasn't ready to give it to it in the first few times I played. I think things really started to click last night. Um, I did a lot last night. I got to Baroth, who's a big old like rock T-Rex boy who shakes off bits of mud, and you get stuck in like pretty much big dinosaur poo. But it's mud. Yeah. It's gunk. Uh, but I got that far, so maybe I've killed like six or five crew, different creatures at this point. Um, the Great Yager is so fucking funny to me still. That big old fucking belly. That yeah. big inflated belly is so ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to fuck with the Insect Glaive, which for those unfamiliar, and for people that play Monster Hunter and want to hear me uh, terribly describe it, it's like a big a big sword. You also get like something called a Kinesect, which D'Angelo described to me how to use it today. Like I had played a lot of it and not really using it, but... You're supposed to hit the monster, and if you hit it in the three main areas, and then have that Kinesect, that big beetle on your arm, return to you, it gives you a buff where you're, you're like, each one affects it differently. Hitting it in the belly does something, but eventually he described it as, and when you do all three, you go Super Saiyan, but it pretty much buffs your attacks, so you're doing more damage for like a certain amount of time, like a minute or however it shows you. Yeah. But I haven't been doing that. I've been trying to get better at shooting it, but I didn't understand why, and I definitely wasn't calling it back to get these buffs, <laughs> but... It's a big two-handed uh, spear almost, and you can set it in the ground is that vertically and pop yourself into the air. And I'd heard about this before I'd played this game. I was interested. I fucking really got the hang of the actual, this part of the weapon last night, uh, even though it's insane. Pop yourself into the air, and then once you're in the air <laughs> with this two-sided spear, your option is you get one evade, which is pretty much like a, a mid-air dodge, so you can like go a direction. And then after that, you can light and heavy attack which also takes you a certain distance. But when you heavy attack, spin attack, and connect with a monster, um, and this is what took me to get a while um, to get used to this combo, is like you then, with whatever next direction you hit, get one more dodge, which is going to happen. So you better pick a direction, because you're going to dodge off of it somehow. <laughs> and then you get another, I think, light or heavy. I've just been doing like heavy, crazy spin. Let's try and get it. I have like... Not locking on. I've been told it's a choice. Is you're either locking on or not. Roger said he just locked on the center of the camera sometimes and locked off. But I got the hang of doing this crazy flippity-doo bullshit to these huge monsters, binking off them on a direction, going towards them again, hoping I make contact with them, binking in the air again, uh, and like moving the camera to keep track of this thing that's moving as it's happening. This is fun, man. More fun than I thought I'd have. I, I was drawn to Monster Hunter World at the library, even though I didn't... I've never real, really been super interested in it. I do have the first one yeah. uh, for PS2, which is like way different. It's more tank control -y. Um It's still a fun game, that PS2 one. But I wasn't really drawn to World, even though it you know, got such good reviews. Right. People raved about it. No, when like, I played it, it was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Do you still have it, or did you end up taking it back? No, I... um. I was playing it during that, like, access period where they're like, play the, play the game. Yeah, they give you, like, a week or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Even with D'Angelo and Roger both playing over 100 hours of this game, playing so much of it, they're waiting for that Iceborne expansion, which you have in Fantasy Critic, and it's probably getting, like, a 96 or something. I like, <laughs> I think the first... I think World is sitting at, like, a 92 or something. Uh, but, yeah, I've had a lot of fun. I'm in the second area. I'm going to play at least two weeks of this game. This is the first thing we've rented where I'm like, I'm afraid I might end up buying this. <laughs> because I know there's an expansion coming, which I then also have to buy. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. We'll see how much I can get done in two weeks. I kind of want to see the end of the story, which I didn't hit a whole lot of story until I found some weird guy at the end of, or at the beginning of the second area. And now yeah. I'm like really suddenly intrigued. So I have, a, I have a hot take for you. Yeah. Your opinion. All right, so... You're on top, you, right when you begin, you're inside of that, like, ship thing or whatever. Yeah. And then you get carried off, right? Like, the boat starts flipping or whatever the fuck is going on. Yes. And you're either launched Olivia out or, like... has played this four times now because she loves creating characters. That's no <laughs> way. So I watched it again last night, yes. 
Yeah, when you're doing that and it shows like that big like lava boy inside the water. Yeah. Zara, oh, it's, he's the main guy in the game, yeah, I don't remember his name. Opinion? Of that big creature? Yeah. Oh, just from that? Interesting. Um, even though this game is full of monsters known for huge creatures, like, we're talking like kaiju at this point. We're talking like Gamera, enemy status. Yeah. Uh, intrigued, for sure. Especially because this is, and like I just said, I'm kind of drawn in by the main part of the story. He is the main part of the story. It, in the last year's time, um, I also played Final Fantasy X, which until I played it I didn't know, and it's easy to not know about this, but that game is also about one huge monster named Sin who's like fucking shit up, and like when he even gets close, there's like, he's at, toxins are in the water that like fuck with people's brains, like... Good kaiju shit. Good Godzilla shit. You know, I'm a Gamma, Gamma fan. I was going to say Gamma 3 immediately. You know, I'm a Gamma 3 fan. I, uh, yeah, I love that shit. I'm excited. So, I'm interested by him. How do I feel about him being like a mountain? A volcano? Interesting. It's not like my favorite design of all time. Uh, <laughs> it is cool that you're running on him and then it's like, whoa, it's alive. Like, yeah. Very Star Wars e. Uh, how do you feel about that boy? He's just a big boy. I just like remembered him. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted a hot take from something I remembered. Mm-hmm. I'm a you'd, big... you'd already mentioned the dude with the big yellow belly, so I had to pick the other one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Yagras. Oh, no, they say Jagras. I always want to say it with Y, but they're like the Great Jagras, the, the Jakers. Can I give you a secondhand hot take on uh, Monster Hunter? Sure. From Olivia. Uh... The Handler? Where the fuck is their name? What, they can't get a name because they're the Handler? Lots of people got Handlers. It's not like the Collector. Uh, who, when asked about it by Raiden, when Raiden's like, hey, do no knock and have names? This also happened this week. <laughs> he's like, he's like, we are known by our trades. He's like, then I will call you Collector. I'm like... You'll call him the collector, Raiden? Jesus Christ, you act like you thought of that fucking idea. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Olivia's getting real hot about there being no name for the handler, and it. my response to that was, there's not even a name for fucking you. Like, they have you put that creative character in, and then, like, not even in text are they going to call you by that bullshit. They're like, how you doing, Fiverr? Because you're fifth legion or whatever, you're fifth son of a bisque. <laughs> uh... What was your name in Monster Hunter? I forget. I watched you create that character. Probably Kadavo. It was Kadavo. Oh, good call. It was. Uh, that's, that's my name whenever I get to create a Saiyan in Xenoverse. <laughs> because he's <laughs> Avocado. Did we, tss, tss, I just wanted to set up the Avocado story again, I guess. Uh, I actually, because my mo- most experience I have actually seeing Monster Hunter is watching you create that and edit those videos of you creating a character, which are great. Lit mit media on, on YouTube. If you want to see Curtier going in blind to Monster Hunter into that creator and being like, oh! If you want to see his first reaction to knowing that he can uh, edit that cat. Yeah, I know. It was very similar to Olivia's reaction because before she was playing it this week, right? I, she loves character creators. I've, I watched her make like seven Dragon Quest Inquisition ones before she played it. Uh, she's a fan. She doesn't like when it doesn't look the same in engine as it did in the editing screen, Dragon Quest Inquisition. I've, yep. I've never seen such a difference. <laughs> like, I know it's all games are kind of like that, but Inquisition throws you into, like, weird lighting or something. I don't know. It's like, you look like shit now. Uh, but I, I had her create it, because I didn't think she was going to play Monster Hunter, and I was like, oh, like, I don't really care that. I love creating characters, but in that moment, I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to have Olivia create my character, and I don't got to worry about it. And she gets to play that character creator in case she never plays it. Which she's playing it right now. So she got hooked. But my only thing, because of how I saw you do it, I'm like, number one, I want it to be female. Without that... I know you can still have Saiyan hair when you're like... Without the Saiyan hair. And she has to look like a young upstart. Like a young gun. Because I'm notorious for making old people. And I wanted to genuinely be like fresh-faced young person. Like it matches with the story off the boat. Yep. Here to hunt, folks. Uh... So I got, like, a pink pigtailed anime voice. Pick the most anime voice I could. Uh, cutie named Oodles. We almost named the cat Noodles. Which is funny, because you find Doodles. Okay, no. But then, 
we didn't name that cat Noodles. We named him Sax. S A X. Pretty great. A little mostly black, a little bit of pink. I think mine was peas. Peas, it was peas. Peas was great. Peas was inspired as fuck. It was focused. Uh, but yeah. Monster Hunter. I'm loving it. Shout out to Peas, the real cat named Peas. Hey. Still alive, Peas? Yeah, Peas okay. is fire. I saw Peas yesterday. That wasn't like a memoriam thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sweet Peas. Sweet Peas. Peas loves everyone. This week in Peas. Ugh. <laughs> uh. So, now that we're outside of this week in gaming, uh, Cartier, I obviously don't want to bring up rough things, but that just reminded me that your dog got sprayed by a skunk. Yeah. I didn't mean to bring it up on the podcast. That's fine. When we're 50 and we listen back to these podcasts, I just want you to remember that day, you're like, oh yeah. Uh, it's just like, as as they're listening to it, like they can just smell it, so it's fire. <laughs> Only in the face. Get lit. Sweet. <laughs> oh my god, this week in gaming. Yes. Cut to here, we got some numbers. Nice. Are you time for, uh, beep, 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 ching. Beep, 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 The numbers. Just gonna try and make it different. Beep, 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 Financial reports for Sony and Nintendo this last week, uh, maybe like eight days ago. But I was going to go over those two, and then I decided to sum it up because a lot of those things, I do have a few facts from there, but I wanted to get the things. um, They affected the accuracy of the March NPDs. Also, the March NPDs, or they came in April, but you know, for March and before. They come with um, interesting things because now we have more accurate for the last 12 months. Uh... More accurate sales data. Yeah. And I don't know if we're going to play a little game with this. Um, I have so many charts in front of me right now. But talking about the NPDs for March itself. We're talking about physical and full game digital sales for publishers. Ranked based on dollar sales, not on uh, how many copies sold. What do you think the best-selling game of March 2019 was. Sekiro. Sekiro is not only the strongest launch in the history of From Software, the people that brought you souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, it is number two overall. Damn. Yeah. Hmm. What else came out? Seventh year to date so far, so from January. What else came out? Um, I could tell you... I can name a bunch of things that aren't it, if you want to. I believe the MLB 19 The Show came out in March. Um, Yoshi's Crafted World, was that February, or was that March? I know, uh... I know Rocco bought Sekiro and that at the same time, so, like, when he would get really, really pissed off at Sekiro, he would go and play... Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my God. MLB The Show was third overall for March... Uh, and then we got, obviously, Yoshi's Crafted World is ninth. Ninth overall in the month of March. Would you like some of these numbers? Would you want to know what's top 20? Yeah. We'll get to one. We'll do this for a full list, because March is interesting to me. Number 20 overall from Ubisoft, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Still Ooh. hanging on. Uh, such a swerve coming for, for 19. From Take 2... Borderlands. I'm guessing there was a re-release of Borderlands with the big hype announcement hmm, of the Borderlands Three. Borderlands at 19. Oh, do you know? Do you know what is number 18 from Nintendo? For the Nintendo Switch. Um, One of the biggest boys. Breath of the Wild. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Perfect Nicholas Cartier. Breath of the Wild's 18, followed by Battlefield Five, followed by Forever Minecraft. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn still there. We got New Super Mario's New Deluxe, which that's not even that old, is it? Mm, no, that's also one that I probably should buy. The Deluxe one? Yeah, yeah, I will play that with you, my friend. Hanging on. This might have came out in March, too. But what came out in March? I think number 13 from Bandai Namco, Jump Force. Nice. I think that we're still at that point. At least they made it up on the list. Mm-hmm. 
And then it's time for Nintendo's GTA V. The game that somehow won't go away. Mario Kart 8, uh, 12th overall. Doing better than, like, Breath of the Wild at this point, Cartier. It's just something people buy with it, man. It's good. Yeah, it's, it is, it's, it's, it is really it's good. It's timeless. As a lover of all carts, I gotta say, 8, it is a really, It's a really good one. It's, it's very well, yeah. The improvements they made from the Wii U. Uh, it's weird that, the, oh, the only time I got to play on the Wii U. Maybe the only time I've held the gamepad for the Wii U. Uh, Gabe. Gabe O'Connor. Thank you. Friend of the podcast, Gabe, from California. And then we have Anthem at 11. We're going to go a little faster after Anthem, because obviously what really matters after Anthem? Anthem's 11th. That's what we need to know. Came out in February, right? End of February? Something like that. Didn't crack the top 10, but Call of Duty's Black Ops 3 did. Uh, there's got to be something up with that. Yoshi, Yoshi at 9. GTA 5 at 8. <laughs> NBA 2K19 at 7. At 6. Red Dead Redemption 2. This is, We talk about this so much that this was coming. Like, What if Red Dead doesn't leave the NPDs, the top 10? Will it knock GTA 5 out, or are they both going to be sitting there? Damn. They're out of the top 5, but... Separated only by the best-selling 2K in history. Talk about best-selling in the history of the series. Number five, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Cartier. Um, that's December, isn't it? When did Smash come out? I think it came out before Christmas, right? Yeah, it was December. Yeah. Because it was a month after Let's Go. Devil May Cry 5. Number four? Number four. And then, like I said, it'll be the show. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. That brings us back to number one, Cartier. What game that came out in March that... Wow, I can't believe it came out in March. Maybe it's February, because when I watched D'Angelo play it last week, he was paused, and it's like, time played? Five days, 22 hours. I'm like... I did the math while I was sitting there, like, you know, that's 144 hours into this game. He's like, this side quest I haven't even done. I'm just... Also, I mean, he takes his time. Yeah. We, we all pause it. And that would be... Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Most hyped up by Kyle Melville. I don't know if he bought it yet, though. I don't think so, He's no. not one of the bajillions <laughs> people. Tom Clancy had a hell of a March best-selling game in uh, the month of March. Magical. 2019 year-to-date. This is the last thing I'll have you guess, Cartier. Since January, what is the best-selling game? Smash Bros. It's number seven. It's done for something really? that had such a strong. It had such a strong launch, but it's still done extremely well since January. In fact, ooh, Jump Force is just ahead of it. Talk about that fucking. As you think, I got a side. I don't want to get sidetracked by myself again. But Cartier, no one. I know other people did, but no one really called Jump Force as much as your reaction initially to Jump Force. That's like, even if people bought it this time, it's just like, don't get fucking hyped on Jump Force. Like <laughs> that's the thing, people are like, oh my god, they're coming out with a Jump Force game. I'm like, they like there was one like a two three years ago that like did shit. Like don't act like you cared and don't act yeah. like it's gonna be even great. And then people got it. And people did buy it more this time. Yeah. Maybe just better advertising by Microsoft. By I mean, it, it looks like a better game than like the the other one. It's still here. It's real bad. Still here. It's like it's probably bad. Ninety second load times, Cartier. I heard a, a hot take the other day that's like I was so excited to buy it, and then <laughs> what is it? Sa- Sasuke? What's the guy from Naruto? I don't know. It's like, but if he was Gumby, uh, I haven't heard good things about the graphics or load times to jump for. That's funny. Um, not Red Dead Redemption 2. Something that did come out this year. I have no idea. I'm going to list them off for you. Tell me if you got a guess while I go from 4 up. Resident Evil 2, selling very well, but 4th overall since January. Came out in January. Anthem, 3rd overall since January. 2nd, Tom Clancy's Division 2. Which is really killing it. And then number one, I was surprised by this stat. So even if you had a guess. Was it not Sekiro? Sekiro is actually right below uh, Smash Bros. Oh, for sure. But still, it's sold amazing for it. But these things are all like, you know. What I learned from all these reports I read yesterday was uh, 
Their games, they, they're doing just fine. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 is the best-selling game of 2019 so far. Really? January, I know, yeah. So crazy. The wait. The love. The new game plus. <laughs> uh, oh, we got something here. It's um, random stat. When there's words on the page, you know I actually found something. USNPD. Kingdom Hearts 3, now the best-selling game in franchise history already, with lifetime sales now exceeding those of the previous best in the franchise, which is the original Kingdom Hearts, which was released in September 2002. It's already outsold that now. Pretty insane. Yeah. Also a little surprised that 2 didn't outsell 1. If you had put a gun to my head, I would have guessed that Kingdom Hearts 2 right. was the best-selling one before 3. You're telling me that you didn't think that Chain of Memories for the Rechain. <laughs> no, I'm talking Chain of Memories. <laughs> you just I'm, I'm saying Game I'm saying Game, Game Boy, Boy Advance. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Uh, you don't have to guess these ones, but there's two more sets of numbers I would like to discuss before we close out this sweet casual. Tell me, tell me about some numbers. Podcast. Um, so it's interesting to know what's happened last year, but always interesting to me, especially. A year where we haven't had this year's Call of Duty yet. You know what I mean? Because then it's like a lot of this at the top of the list, no matter what it is. Yeah. Uh, Oh, wait, is Black Ops 3 the new one? Is that the Blackout one? Black Ops 3 was a newer one. That's why it was on that list. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So it is still, obviously, it's only been a few months, so it's still high up on this list. But the 12 months, the last 12 months, no matter when the NPDs happen, but it's happening in March, and I know this is like, quarterly business end of the fiscal year shit so for the last fiscal year uh best selling game not Call of Duty Black Ops 3 second overall uh since I've been paying attention to this and since I've like looked into history of this most times I feel like especially in the fiscal year it's still Call of Duty like ain't no stopping it yeah uh beating it this year Red Dead Redemption 2 hmm, nice yeah yeah Best-selling game. Below that is, like I said, the best-selling NBA 2K of all time. And then fourth, overall, for the last 12 months, even though it's only been out for four of those months, or something like that. Uh, yeah, for March. Fourth overall for the last 12 months, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah. They say it's like 13 million, Cartier. Yeah, because it made, what, 3 million more than Pokemon Pokemon did? What, 10 million? Yeah, you officially won that bet. With Roger, we should have set those stakes. You have, like, another eight months for it to hit 10 million, and these reports say it's at 10.8. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. That's fine. You win. I don't need him to do anything, because losing is enough for me. <laughs> what, Roger being yep. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta call the outlandish out on the outlandish things they say. Uh, but, let's go, did you just fine? Um, it did alright. <laughs> Which actually, since it's not on this list for top um, 20, that means all these games sold at least 10 million in the last in the last 12 months, which is nothing to scoff at. So, right. I mentioned, to no one's surprise, Madden is there, too. Uh, Sony's Darlings, Marvel, Spider-Man, and God of War at 6 and 7. With Spider-Man ahead of God of War. That's... It's interesting. Maybe it's because we're officially cutting into well, it, the it, big launch. It did have all of its DLC. All of its DLC is in now. Spider-Man for sure, and it's by money. Yeah. Nope, you're right, you're right. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, FIFA 19, and rounding out the top 10 best-selling games of the last fucking 12 months, Cartier. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> I got one cool, fun little uh, more thing to talk about. We did talk about this a little bit, I think, when we were discussing things before the podcast. Uh, we talked about this weird new stat Nintendo has in the report, but we didn't really... Uh, I said I might not go into it, but it's the last graph I have, so I do want to discuss it a little bit. And that's, it looks like they have the top seven... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Also, Nintendo Switch best-selling hardware platform of both March and uh, the first quarter. So, Switch is killing it. Obviously, it came out after, but, like, they didn't hit the projections of 20. And I remember, they're like, we're going to sell 20 million this year. And then they cut that back to, like, 18. And they still didn't hit it at 17.6 or something like that. But, like, so, so good, huh? Everything is, like, 
But the Switch is selling as good as, like, the PS2. Like, it's on par. It's, like, selling better than the Wii, which was, like, crazy. Yeah. Like, ended up at, like, 101 million or mm-hmm. something ridiculous. And they're only planning on selling more, you know? Yeah. And they're probably going to... They got the new ones coming out and shit? Yeah, they're probably going to have a huge year. Like, Mario Maker 2, Animal Crossing. There's something big I'm forgetting. Ultimate is still happening. Pokemon. Oh my god, yeah, it's Pokemon Sword. I'm like, what am I missing? The main series Pokemon game. Pokemon Shield and or Sword and Shield. Shield and Sword. Shield and Sword. It's coming Someone out. on the internet scoffed. <laughs> so what we have is, uh, they're keeping track of, this looks like... From, Luigi's Mansion 3? <laughs> yes, so. That's definitely coming, yeah. I think that's this year. Fire Emblem. There are big games. It's a stronger, I mean, when I think about it, stronger than last year. From what it sounds like from that lineup. Mostly just because it's a core series Pokemon game. Cartoon, no. <laughs> so this is, um... They have the stat that it is... Titles played on the first day of console usage. So if you buy a brand new Nintendo Switch, and this is for Europe, Japan, and North America, uh, percentage of times this game was played on a Switch's first day of its life. First time turning on if you're buying it new. From January to March of this year, what do you think the number one game is? People that bought new Switches for the first three months of this year. With it. Well, I don't want to tell you the percentage, but... The number one day one play. Fuck. I want to say you already told me. I might have. Is it, um... Mario Kart? That was the swerve number two, for the record. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, still 16% <laughs> of all Switches bought from January to March. Pokemon? Pokemon. Third place, 13%. This is... I was doing the math beforehand. It's getting Smash? Two or three million. It is Smash Brothers. For sure. 26%. A quarter of all Switches bought from January to March. Ooh, when I did that math earlier, it was like 12 months. I didn't realize it was three months. But still, from January to March, 26% of all Switches turned on, played Smash Ultimate the first day. Uh... Everything after that, very much so what you would expect. Yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild, 11% on the first day. Super Mario Odyssey, 8%. Super Mario Party, 6%. Telling that that's in these first seven games, please pay attention to Super Mario Party, Nintendo. Like, please. People do care. Uh, and then Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. At the very bottom of that chart. Uh, inter- interesting numbers. Honestly, oh, the uh, the PS4 I believe officially now crossed the hundred million mark too. Like it's at like one oh five. It's past the Wii, I know that, but of all the games in history, I think there's like three consoles, like non handheld I'm sure you know better than me, but uh, maybe it's the D S or the three D S there's like two or three handhelds that have over a hundred million in sales, like a hundred million different ones sold. Probably a three D S. I, there's I, so many of them. I'm like, is it too soon or is it the 3DS too? I think you're right. With the length of the life of the they 3DS. Had like a, they had a lot of the DS's too because it was like DS, DS Lite, but like yeah. 3DS, 3DS XL, 3DS, you know, yeah. all that shit. But they're over 100 too. 2DS. Sad, I don't have these right in front of me. Maybe corrections next week, but not on the 3DS. I'm pretty certain that's one of them. Uh, I think I think like the Game Boy Color is one of them too. Don't at me. Don't come at me. I could be wrong. But PS4 officially joins its friends, the PS2, and... Do you know the other one? No. I think it's just the PS1. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Welcome to the PlayStation Club. So awkward, PS3. Damn it, no one loves you. Uh, He's Harry Potter. He's underneath the floorboards, you know? Yeah. So that's interesting. Also, Cartier, Swerve, Swerve. Remember that Wired interview? The other thing where they're like, PS4, PS5. Look at these Spider-Man load times. Steelbox, next-gen, PlayStation. Remember that Mark Cerny interview with Wired? Yeah. <laughs> that was my impression of it. Uh, so they said backwards compatibility, right? Everyone assumes... Well, I'm sorry, the smart thing and safe thing to assume is, like, good, obviously, PS4, backwards compatibility. Thank you for telling me that. It makes me feel at ease. What if they did find a good way, a reliable way to... To emulate PS3 games on the PS5. Like, who knows exactly what they're working on? That would be A. Not everyone's expecting that. Not at all. 
Because as far as I know, there's not even like a PS3 emulator I can find right now. Not that I looked recently, but that was the case forever. Because it's such weird hardware, right? Yeah. It's not like the 360. It's so fucking user-friendly to things like that. Uh, and I was thinking about this card here because I'm like, PS5 comes out. PS3 is almost dead. Should I sell all these games back? Like, should I just trade in all my PS3 games? Because there's many sitting over there. A lot of good ones. Uh, but it would hurt to get rid of, like, Skate 3 and Red Dead Redemption uh, and other things that have not officially been ported to PS4. Yeah. Even with PlayStation Now. Uh, which does it via streaming, right? I don't know how you download those things and play them. But I think it's just streaming. Yeah. I think you can download now. I'm not certain on that, but when I was reading so many reports now, it seems like PlayStation Now is doing surprisingly good. It's like 700,000 strong or something like that. And it's like ever since they added the downloading option. So I assumed it was like Netflix at this point, but who knows. Um, But yeah, PS3 backwards compatibility, like I can put the disc in, would blow my mind kept here. First thing I would do is buy uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. That's what I would do. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh man, what if they're like, we know you own this digitally. (sighs) Let me play it. Never. Yeah. They're like, we can't help but notice that you own the PS2 version of Psychonauts 2 for PS... Or Psychonauts for PS3. Would you like to play that on your PS5? It crashes. God damn. This week in Gaming Cartier. Okay. I think we have time to wrap things up. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. Before I hand it over to the closer this week, who is... Hold on, let me check. Nicholas. Oh, it's like, looks like it's Nicholas Cartier. Ugh. Close it out this week. Before we have Nick close it out in whatever way he sees fit, everybody gets one free one. Kyle's got his last week. I'll get mine next week, Cartier. Um, before we close it off, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to this whole sweet podcast. You might be listening on uh, litmitmedia.fireside.fm backslash episodes backslash 82. Uh, or you might be listening on Stitcher, iTunes. Oh, Spotify, Overcast. Let's not skip over Spotify. Let's be proud of that. Spotify. No, Spotify is fire. Yeah, I, mean, I tell people on the podcast, like, I'm instantly like, yeah, dude, I'm on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people on Spotify. That's still weirdly true for some reason. Thank you, Dan Benjamin of Fireside. You somehow made it happen. I don't know if you even tried. They just came to you. You can go to our YouTube where you can find assorted, you know informational videos about Pokemon, if you want to see a weird edit I did of the Game Awards that includes Joel McHale, but my voice, talking about the best Mohawks in video game history, uh, or maybe if you like game trailers from back in the day, Easy Allies, and you want to see me interact with them via the Community Showcase, which a new two set of videos is going up for the Shenmue Easy A-Dub, they just did another VO one with popular internet personality Kyle Bossman. And Brandon Jones. But also, um, he hummed a little ditty. I don't want to give anything away, but the next, the, the final, the final teaser between now and August is coming out. Because I think one trailer and two teasers is probably enough criteria. Second teaser's coming, look out for that. Uh, a sort of other things you can find on our YouTube. Apex Legends clips from Cartier. Watch him progressively get better at Apex Legends. <laughs> and watch other Apex Legends community members float over to our channel and be like, Oh, fucking sick. No, yeah, we actually had a comment. It's like uh, two of the last five have gotten comments like that. That's why I made that joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I reread that today. It's like, bro. It's not like that, but it's kind of like that. Yeah. I'm down with it. Uh, other stuff you might be able to find. Weird clips from older podcasts. Or you can find the whole archive, like I said, at litmitmedia.fireside.fm. Cartier, on and off. Stream in Apex Legends. You can watch him play what sometime this month. Uh, what remains of Edith, Edith Finch? You say what's eating like the Gilbert what's Grape starting? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> what remains of Edith Finch? Sony Santa Monica. <laughs> People have brought you got a war. Uh, no DLC needed. Where am I going with all this? All those things and more. I feel like I missed one. Oh, litmitmedia at gmail.com. You can send any questions, concerns, corrections, unless you don't want to comment directly on Fireside, which you can do. Uh, Foot's falling asleep, Cartier. You know it's time for Game of Thrones. Not for me, but for... For me. My sweet baby boy. (laughs)
Let's just say sweet professor turned into baby boy. This week, your closer, Nicholas Cartier.